A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also, gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non sports sports wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Glad to have you along with us this afternoon. Very snowy, blustery uh, Tuesday. I know it has affected some sports in the area for spring sports. Others are still taking place. But I know it has affected our our planned uh, broadcast schedule for today. We had a couple of games that we had planned to uh, to do on Cash Valley Daily and on local radio but uh, due to uh, the weather and uh, you know, certain situations and field conditions, we've opted not to, uh, to do those, or some of those games got postponed. So, but uh, we do have games scheduled this week. We'll continue to have those. We've got uh, uh, lacrosse tomorrow out at uh, Skyview. Uh, Skyview versus Green Canyon should be a great lacrosse game on uh, 104.5 The Ranch. Also streaming on Cash Valley Daily. That's at 7 o'clock. And uh, hopefully the weather gets back to normal uh, later this week because we've got some more baseball coming up on the schedule in a very busy day. Uh, it's going to be a very busy week next week covering a lot of different sports. Um, and uh, So anyway, should be a lot of fun. Be sure to check CashValleyDaily.com. That's where we have the schedule and the links to, uh, to see these games. Or go back and watch games that are archived that uh, we already broadcast if you missed it or want to go back and watch it again. So a couple different things going on in sports today that we wanted to get to. Uh, Certainly, as you heard at the top of the hour there, Luka Doncic uh, has had an MRI on his calf, and the Mavericks did confirm that it is a calf sprain, though they did not give a timetable for his return. Is that gamesmanship, or we just don't quite know how severe that injury is. So some things to still uh, look at. We'll also get into our stat that blew our mind, our player of the week. The uh, NBA play-in tournament officially gets underway this afternoon. We'll look at that. And also, uh, uh, AJ Aggie Insider Salveson uh, has some some updates about Utah State basketball, who is and who isn't going to be sticking around. Anybody entering the transfer portal or not, so stay tuned for that. Uh, as always, if you want to chime in or ask a question, agree or disagree with us, you can do so on our Guild Mortgage text line, 
0-3-2-1. And Ajay, um, it's certainly one of the bigger things on my mind, the news about Luka Doncic, mm. uh, the Dallas Mavericks uh, coming out today and basically saying, yes, he has a calf strain, which we really already knew, but they're not giving any kind of a timetable on when he might return. And it's it contrast that with what Golden State did today, saying – Steph Curry is going to be returning to practice this week, and we anticipate he could be there in time and ready for Game 1. So it's an interesting contrast to stars who have injuries. Granted, one's been hurt for a little while and is working his way back, while another one just got hurt. But kind of differing approaches as these teams get close to hosting their first games in this 2022 NBA playoffs. Eric, can I ask you what, because I'm not a doctor, and so I don't understand these things, a calf strain, what can that translate into? So, for example, what can get worse if he plays on the calf strain? Do you know well, or how not, this works? I'm not a medical doctor either, but um, it's what, what first came to my mind when I heard about this was what happened with Kevin Durant um, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. He, he had a strain tried to push through it, tried to come back quicker than perhaps he was ready to and end up rupturing his Achilles. And uh, so there's there's some serious things you have to consider and, and be careful of with that lower leg, especially muscle uh, strains and, and, and tears like that. They can sometimes take longer to, uh, to heal. Yeah, uh, Jason Kidd said today, quote, if he's able to go and put his shoes on, then he's going to play. If he can't, we're not going to put him in a situation to jeopardize it and make things worse. See, and, and that, I'm not going to say that's an exaggeration statement because I think he can put his shoes on. It's can he get up and down the court for six-plus minutes consistently? Like, can he play without any sort of, and he's, and he's got to be able to play, Eric, without any sort of strain on that calf because I like what you said. It, even the little bit of strain can tell you, okay, if I play on this more, this could go from a calf strain to something a lot worse, where it could alternate my career, my you know my situation as a basketball player, and I don't want that to happen. So my guess, and this is just a pure guess, is that if Luca feels any sort of pain within the first five minutes of of just playing basketball, going through stretches or going through jump drills or whatever it is, they're gonna they're gonna call him off at least for the meantime. Um, I, the, of course, the players are important to the Dallas Mavericks, but keeping your star healthy and the lessons being learned from past players, star players, finding themselves in worse situations than what they started with that injury, I would I would imagine that they're going to be very careful with this situation. Right. It, it, it's um, as an organization, like Jason Kidd's trying to say, oh, put his shoes on and he'll get out there and do whatever. That may be Jason Kidd's yeah. point of view, yeah. but the trainers and the ownership Owner? point of view yeah. might be very different. We saw this with the Jazz last year. Yep. Donovan's like, no, my ankle's okay. I want to go. Let me play. And the organization said, hang on. In the Memphis series, let's make sure you're getting enough time yeah. uh, to get out there. And Donovan had his set of doctors. The team had theirs. And there was this weird rift that was going on between the team and Donovan. Um. But, uh, you know, at some point you have to look at the player and say, look, I, I appreciate your willingness to, to be gritty and to 
to make this happen. We've been critical of some players not being gritty enough to push through injuries to help their teams win in critical junctures. But at the same time, I think an organization has to look, especially at a younger player, and consider the longer-term implications or ramifications if it gets exacerbated and becomes a a worse injury because you're investing hundreds of millions of dollars into this player to be able to have him perform on the court for you. And there's one person who completely understands that. Who's that person? It's Mark Cuban. You said the owner. He's the one guy who's invested so much money into Luka Doncic. He's not going to allow a seven-game playoff series in the first round change the course of the Mavericks franchise by putting his star player, his health, on the line. It's just not going to happen. Um, But at the same time, Mark Cuban's Mark Cuban. And, you know, Jason Kidd does have this little bit of an egocentric way of him. Uh, I would imagine... My my guess is he doesn't play game one. That I mean, if we're if we're saying no timetable return right now, and it's Tuesday today, I would imagine he's sitting out game one. I don't know about game two. I'm not sure what it looks like, but I don't think he plays game one. Especially since game one is like an an early tip. Yeah, it is Saturday. 11 a.m. Right, and by the way, they do that. Tony Jones brought up some great information yesterday about that. They do it for Europe. Like so, they can watch. So, like the mm. NBA is not stupid, right? They're like they want to see. Right. They want to see this guy play. So they're gonna be like, well, let's make sure we put it at a time where Europe can watch the it's NBA. Not too late. It's so smart. It's just the most genius thing ever. And then he also brought up another idea of you know this Maverick Jazz series, even if it goes five or six, Eric, they're gonna extend it as long as they possibly can to make sure Europe gets their views in of watching Luka Doncic play basketball. They're going to make sure that the Europe world can go watch Luca play. So they'll do whatever it takes. So really, and, and, and this is just Tony Jones saying this, but I trust him, as you do as well. But you may not see Game 3 till Friday. Next Friday. <laughs> I mean, they might play. I know. Wow, I, that's yeah. a big stretch. Exactly. And that gives, that's leaning real heavily on. We want to make sure we give him plenty of time to heal. So he can get back, back and play. Yep. So you can see game one is a uh, game one Saturday, right? Yep. You can and then see we don't know the rest of the schedule. Yet. Yeah, we don't. And I so I would imagine if you look at a game three on Friday, game one Saturday, game two Tuesday, you got Wednesday Thursday off, and then you play game three in Utah Friday. That's bonkers. Is that crazy? Yep. Uh, and I think they did something similar, similar, similar with Jokic last year. No, sorry, with Dirk Nowitzki. They did it similarly um, when he was in the playoffs. They kind of extended so Europe and or that area, his home country, could watch him play basketball, and they extended it so they would, it would allow it to happen. It, I mean, it's bonkers, right? It's crazy. It's it's out of the mind, but at the same time, on the NBA's side of the card, it's smart. It's it's so smart. You're gonna have millions of views coming from another world of country watching this one guy play basketball. Well, certainly, yeah, he's a huge star, and he was making a name for himself uh, in, in uh, Europe, Europe, European basketball, I yeah. should say, uh, before he came to the United States to play in the NBA. So uh, he he is a big star. He does have star power, but um, but I let's not drag this thing on either. I no, mean, those games have it's to get the first caught round. up. Yeah. yeah, and so you stretch it out for the first couple of games, then you're going to be on a, every other night. Uh, schedule to get caught up, so I think that's that's kind of messed up. But sure, we'll see. Uh, so 
we don't know that his timetable. Um, well, in three seven one four text in uh, into our Gil Mortgage text line, Eric. When it comes to muscle strains, they are graded from one to three. Three the most of severe. I include mild discomfort and a feeling of tightness. One includes mild oh, discomfort. Oh, sorry. Jeez, man, I cannot read correctly here. Yeah, I Paul, let me read that again. When it comes to muscle strains, they are graded from one to three. Three is the most severe. One includes mild discomfort and a feeling of tightness. So, 3714, can I ask you, and, and maybe you have better knowledge than Eric and I do, if you had a one in, in, in this muscle strain, what would that, I mean, you're speculation or a thought of how many games would that include for a guy and to play professional basketball how much of a discomfort is that to play with a grade one muscle strain i mean how much discomfort does that give you can you get through game one can you get through two games because this if is this if this thing goes six or seven eric that is a lot of basketball to be playing on a muscle strain or a calf strain that's a lot of basketball yeah, and you don't know if, if he gets through that healthy in those six, seven games. Well, right. I mean, do you risk again? Do you risk coming back for a little bit at the expense of missing even more games? Yeah, and that's always a tricky part about a muscle injury because um, you know re-aggravating it, it it can be worse. And that's what we saw last year with Mike Connolly with his hamstring. Had to manage it very carefully because they thought they had it under control, and coming back. And then you, it just takes a little tweak, and it takes a, a lot longer to come back for an, and heal from it again. Yeah. Now, they haven't said – I haven't seen where the where Dallas gave a grade to his muscle strain. Have you seen that? No. Of, it was a 1, 2, or a 3? Because I, I haven't seen how they graded it, or if they did. Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet. But it was um, – Late in the third quarter, when he suffered that uh, the strain, and so he, uh, yeah, then they they put him in a boot, and then uh, did an MRI Monday afternoon, and I've uh, got more details about it today. Three seven one four replies: Average time to return to the sport. Eric, check this out. With a grade one, is ten to twelve days. So he'd probably missed game one and two, maybe missed game three. Because it occurred on Sunday. So, yeah, middle of next week, end of next week. So you're right, he, he's probably going to miss the first two games in Dallas. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you right now, if Luka misses game one and game two and Utah splits that set at home, or I mean in Dallas... It's not good. You got you got to win whatever games you can get without Luca there. Uh, let's see, they the Jazz and Dallas played each other once without Luca, correct? Yeah, I think I can't remember. And the Jazz won that game, but that was before the Spencer Dinwiddie trade. So, because Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm, it, it, I think he's expected to move into that starting spot. Okay. He's a good player. Yeah. He gave the Jazz fits last time they played him. <coughs> but it certainly affects their depth and their rotations. So the Jazz uh, were favored 
uh, by what two and a half points when we looked it up yesterday mm-hmm. when the matchups were were set and, and looking at it. Um, I don't know that that line has really moved much, um, but uh, the Jazz are favored and should be favored to win on Saturday with no Luca. Uh, now it's moved to four and a half for Utah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no Luca. <laughs> you think those experts on ESPN want to change their picks by chance? <laughs> like I said, the uh, uh, an upset is more likely to happen in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference in the first round. There might be two upsets in the first round. Jazz and Mavericks and uh, Clippers and uh, Grizzlies. Those are the two most likely in my mind. Yeah. I I could see, I, I could definitely see the Grizzlies. Um Boy, if Luka doesn't play game 1 and 2 and the Jazz go 2-0 in that in, in that first in those first two games and you're going back to Utah with a 2-0 series lead. Better not blow it this time. <laughs> no. I'm going to oh be so gosh. angry if they blow it this time. I'm going to be livid. Luka makes such a big difference. I mean, what is the guy? I mean, you're looking at a potential MVP candidate, Eric. Yeah. I mean, and, and so right now, in his average, He's at that level. He's not going to win it, but he's at that level. No, no, he's not going to win it. He's in the yet. conversation. Right. This year, 65 games, 28.5 points, Eric. Uh, 9.5 boards, eight and a half, just over 8.5 assists. He's shooting 45 from the field, 35 from three, 74 at the line. His PER right now is a 25.1. The guy is incredible. He makes an enormous difference for this series if he doesn't play. Oh, huge! Difference. Okay, okay. So huge. can we? Can we? Well, I, well, God, we don't even know yet. Okay, pure speculation. Luca doesn't play game. Luca doesn't play the first two games. What is the series finale? How, how does the series end up with no Luca in the first two games? We'll just say that. Um. Man, you before this you were thinking Jazz in five. Yeah, I don't know that they can pull that off. Still, I, I think it's still Jazz in six. I'll take Jazz in. I just want the Jazz to win the series. Like I just want to see him get a shot against Phoenix again. And by the way, I've had listeners come up to me outside of the studio, and they give me grief about my thoughts on the Phoenix Suns Utah Jazz series. <laughs> As they should. But no, no, they shouldn't though, Eric. Did the Jazz get blown out by Phoenix in this most recent game in Utah? With Chris Paul and Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton all playing heavy minutes? No. They were up by 17, and they blew the lead. It's not like they got blown out by 30. They didn't get beat by 25 or manhandled. They had a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter, and they lost. Does that suck? Absolutely. But it also tells you they can compete with this team when fully healthy. Agreed. Yeah, they've proven that they can compete. They just they haven't always proven that they can win. There's a big difference. Uh, so the NBA play-in tournament begins tonight. On the schedule, uh, we've got two games in the uh, the uh, both of the seven versus eight. Those games happen first. <clears throat> so in the East, starting next hour, it'll be the Cavaliers at the Nets, um, and then it will be the Clippers. At the Timberwolves, uh, about seven thirty on TNT. Um, I, I I like uh, Brooklyn 
in this one. Cleveland's got one of their key guys that's out. Um, Brooklyn is favored by nine and a half. That sucks for Cleveland, by the way. But uh, give him credit, though. Darius man. Garland, you know, he's certainly a player to watch for Cleveland. I, I like that young team really coming coming together, playing well. Um, and then uh, Clippers and Timberwolves. Minnesota's favored by three. Really? Tonight. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Clippers and Timberwolves and Minnesota's favored by three? Yes. I'm, they're, they're just trying to get money out of you. They're just <laughs> trying to get money. There is no explanation of why that is. I like that. That's probably true. <laughs> I'm saying, like, there is no explanation for the Clippers being underdogs of three. That just, uh uh-uh. uh. The way they've been playing lately? Dude, I mean, you got Paul George. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I mean, and I'm not a fan of Minnesota in any way, shape, or form. I don't like Kate. I don't like Cat Towns. I don't like Patrick Beverly. I just no way. Yeah, but they've got some young stars too. Um, Anthony Edwards. He's a he's a real up and coming star. He's fun to watch. He's a, he is a bona fide star. <clears throat> I'm not buying it. There's, I'm not buying what they're trying to sell here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at their schedule and uh, the way they went into the postseason, Minnesota. Um, kind of shaky. I mean, losses, uh, close one at Dallas, uh, competitive game against Phoenix. Then they beat Dallas. They lost big. At Boston, lost big at Toronto, beat Denver, beat Houston, though that was a close game, lost to the Wizards, beat San Antonio, then lost to Chicago. So kind of a a yo-yo way to finish out the season uh, over the last few weeks for the Timberwolves. Uh, Let's see here. 9315, Jazz in five with the current status of Luka Doncic. Two four one seven says the Utah Jazz are two and or excuse me four and two without Luka Doncic. I'm telling you, like if Luka doesn't play, Jazz need to win the series nine nine four eight. Who cares if we're up by seventeen or even twenty five in the fourth quarter? If you end up losing, who cares? Why would anyone in the state of Utah think things will change just because it's the playoffs? Well, they were the best team in the regular season last year, and they sucked in the first round. So yeah, things can change. Maybe it's vice versa. Well, they got through the first round last year. They lost in the second. They had a 2-0 series lead versus a team and then lost Kawhi Leonard and still couldn't pull it off. By the way, uh, we, I looked at, we did the snapshot for Minnesota, the snapshot of the Clippers. Yeah. Looking at the uh, – under the same window of time, they lost to, at Denver, lost to Philadelphia, got Paul George back, beat the Jazz, lost to the Chicago Bulls in Chicago in overtime, close game. Then they beat Milwaukee, one fifty-three to one nineteen. Beat New Orleans, beat Phoenix, beat Sacramento, and beat Oklahoma City by fifty points to close out the season. <laughs> so certainly the Clippers with more of a head of steam coming into this postseason than uh, than the Minnesota Timberwolves. I just don't see how that line says three. I'm, I'm telling you, it's all about money. That's the only reason it would make sense to me. All right, we're going to take a quick time out here in the Full Court Press. Now, the regular season is done. The official postseason awards will be announced kind of in stages during the playoffs.
But before that happens, and before we get too tainted by what happens in the playoffs, like who would be your NBA MVP, most improved player, rookie of the year, sixth man of the year, coach of the year? Want to look at uh, you know the if we were to hand out our postseason awards in the NBA, who would you uh, award for what they were able to do? Defensive Player of the Year. Who's that going to be? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Here on the Full Court Press. Here's Chad Norton, the Lawn Doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Warmer temperatures have both weeds and grass competing for space in your yard. Dandelions, thistle, clover, morning glory will all be kept under better control when you have us applying pre-emergence and weed control. At the same time, we can feed your grass to make sure it wins the battle and keep it lush and growing all season long. Regular visits from the Lawn Doctor will help your lawn be healthier and pest-free. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call Chad Norton, the Lawn Doctor, at 753-LAWN. Follow them on Facebook or go to Lawn Doctor Cash valley.com it's that first kiss that moment in time engagement season is in full swing and Jarek's fine jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring if you are getting engaged you have to come browse our collections sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute or we can help you custom create your own design oh and with mother's day almost here talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring Jarek's fine jewelry Make it special, make it jealous. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Are you building or remodeling? Let us help. At Daryl's, our custom appliance specialists are here to help you select the best appliances. Your shopping experience will be easy and painless. Let us take care of the planning, selection, and installation for you. You can have it all and save a lot of money on your luxury kitchen package with Thermidor's 1-2 free program and Daryl's Builder Pricing. Nobody knows appliances like Daryl's. West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions in all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Is that people think I'm the annoying guy, but off air, you're asking me about breast pumps and you're singing the dang intro song. Like, if you people knew what really went on behind <laughs> the scenes, you wouldn't blame me so much. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you, you fully know what I'm talking about. Call. <laughs> 435-339-0321 is our Guild Mortgage text line. Um... I'm sure we'll get into it later on more. But, dude, like, I have never seen a rumor mill of the NBA world swirling like it is right now before the playoffs even began. It is the most unreal thing. Well, and I don't know that I've seen it involve the Utah Jazz as, as much. As much like this, yeah. Uh, at least it's been a while. Yeah, I would agree. 
First it was Quinn Snyder, and now all of a sudden today it's about Rudy Gobert. <laughs> like, Golden State Warriors would be really interested in Rudy Gobert. Uh, okay. Well, who, who I'm not you, buying that, by the way. Who would you give up? Well, you'd have to give up something very significant. Well, Draymond Green's gonna be the first one to raise his hand, like, "Hey, shit me somewhere, anywhere, but here, I don't want to be here." Break no. up that core three guys that make up the Golden and, well, State and, Warriors. And then the other part is, like, what are we giving up? Like, I mean, well, I know, what are they giving up? I, 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 you, I've been bagging on Danny Ainge. Still don't like the understanding that he he's a part of the organization. I think it's a bad decision from the get-go. But if there's a reason he's here, this is it. He needs to be going to pick the very highest and most ripe apples of the tree if they want Rudy Gobert. They cannot expect anything less. You're asking for Thompson. You're asking for Jordan Poole. You're asking for Wiseman if you want. If you go with the assumption that you're going to get anything less than that or minus Poole or Thompson, you say no. Don't settle for any. If you settle for anything less, you as a general, you as a front office, and this includes Mr. Dennis Lindsay who's collecting a paycheck for who knows why. This includes Justin Zanuck. This includes Danny Ainge. This includes, I mean, Ryan Smith for all I care. Um, you all need to go. You all need to leave. Get out of the front office. If you aren't going to stick up for the organization, which has been built on by the hands of Larry H. Miller and Gail Miller, and you're going to go sell out and go, yeah, we're going to trade a, a defensive player of the year for scrubs that you could find at the street ball courts. Like, we're wasting our time. And you're resetting the organization back a lot. So, I don't see Golden State giving away Jordan Poole. He's cheaper than Clay Thompson. He's younger than Clay Thompson. He's more athletic than Clay Thompson. And he's playing like Clay Thompson. So if anybody's more likely to go, it would be Clay Thompson. But is the Jazz, would it be nice to have Clay Thompson on the roster? Yeah, maybe. Does he but, help? But does, yeah, how, does he help? Does he just take the position that Boyan Bogdanovich currently already fills? Exactly. So, and again, if we're not. If they're not, if they're going to say, "Well, Jordan pulls off the table," well, then Rudy Gobert's off the table, and let's end this discussion. Let's not waste your time or our time. We're not going to give away an uh, an All NBA big man and a Defensive Player of the Year for Wiseman, Wiggins, and Moose or whoever the fetch that guy is. If if again, if they are settling for something like that. Act, just acts of front office. Like, we're just wasting our time and wasting the organization away. 435-339-0321. If you want to chime in, 9315 has a couple of texts. Jazz will win three awards for sure. One most outside the arch points shot uh, to the biggest blown lead of the year and worst fourth quarter play of any team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right, and then also we do know what goes on behind the scenes because we see the cameras on at uh, on you at basketball games, and we can all see or we can all go to Guild Mortgage and see the deflator firsthand. Okay, back to the Utah Jazz. Um, <laughs> Just moving on. 
Erica, am I right though? Like you shouldn't settle. Don't don't be just be don't go free willy nilly and no, that's an all star. It's a multi time yeah. defensive player. All of the NBA year. You player. better get filet mignon for that. Okay, and then my question for you is: Draymond Green's been bagging on Rudy Gobert. Rudy's taking the high road, but I don't think he likes Draymond Green that much. The last time we saw Draymond Green get with a player that he didn't like before, ended up going really south. There was a couple NBA titles with it, but it did not end in a very good relationship, and that was Kevin Durant. They really to I mean, are they really willing to do this again? I, don't you didn't you learn your lesson the first time? Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert don't get along. Draymond Green doesn't even like to mention Rudy Gobert's name. Period. So why would we all of a sudden think that this is going to work? And why would Rudy be okay with that? I it just makes no sense. But well, I mean, it would free up uh, Draymond from having to play the f- defense against bigger guys. Free up. Draymond to go play with a different team. But you're right. I don't know that, that, that those guys coexist. 9310. The only trade that makes sense is Gobert for Poole, Wiggins, and Wiseman. I would take that. As long as Jordan Poole's in that conversation, I would take it. But you said you were listening to Colin Coward yesterday, and he was kind of. <laughs> Colin Coward was trying thoughts. to float the idea that the, the Lakers should ship Anthony Davis to Golden State in exchange for Clay Thompson, Wiseman, and Picks. And I have to tend to agree to agree with uh, with Coward that Golden State's not going to move Poole. He has developed into a great player, and Clay Thompson's way more expensive. And you get just as much or even more out of Jordan Poole now than what you get out of Clay Thompson. I'm not saying that Clay Thompson's years are over, but he has peaked, and so what. What are you really going to get from a full season out of Clay Thompson? Whereas Poole is younger, he's more athletic, he can score in multiple ways, and he's a lot cheaper. So Golden State will try to hold on to that, and uh, it, it will hurt breaking up the that core three guys that they've had. But uh, if anything is going to break loose between Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green... Clay Thompson's going to be the first to go. Nine nine four eight. Uh, Jay, why not blow up everything with the Jazz? If their players are so good, the Jazz would have a championship. Honestly, what does Rudy bring to the Jazz in the playoffs? He can't guard the perimeter and is a liability in the playoffs. Prove me wrong. Yes, defensive player of the year during the regular season, but your worth is in the playoffs. Yes, your worth is in the playoffs. Yes, Rudy Gobert has been a little bit suspect in regards to perimeter defense in the playoffs. But he's an All-NBA center. Multi-time Defensive Player of the Year. Right. He's, he plays the position at a very high level. There aren't very many guys like Rudy Gobert. And so that's why he can command a very high now, salary. I will deflect with this. If you lose in the first or second round again, you got to find something else that works. You still look for all-star talent. You still look for all NBA talent. You still look for future all-star slash and or all NBA talent. You don't settle for anything less if you trade Rudy Gobert, but just understand this. You also might be losing Quinn Snyder to San Antonio. Maybe. And at some point, maybe you lose Donovan Mitchell. Just keep that in mind, too, as you're going through your will of deal. 
6294. Hail Mary, Jasper Cadill, Trade Rudy, get back Dame. I would, okay, I would honestly love to take Damian Lillard, and I think that would be a great fit, and I think Portland would do it too. I honestly think Portland would do it. Damian would welcome the trade. Would you have Mike Connolly, Donovan Mitchell, and Damian Lillard? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Damian's going to go. I don't know, Damian. Sorry, jeez. Mike Conley's going to go. Mike Conley doesn't stick around. I'll take Damian Lillard over Mike Conley over and over and over again. A playmaker, a scorer consistently. Clutch. I, I, An all-NBA player, I'm taking Damian Lillard, and I think the Jazz would be just bat crap crazy if they didn't. But yeah, Mike Connolly, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and Damian Lillard, that's way too much salary and guys who play the same position. All three guys. It just it wouldn't work. Something would have to give. Uh, all right, we've got to take another t- quick timeout, but who would you give your postseason awards to? Like Who this year in the NBA was the most valuable player? I, I think this year... It could be as hotly debated as any year in a, in a while. I, I think there's some really good candidates to be considered the MVP. Uh, but what about rookie, sixth man, coach of the year, most improved? Now that the regular season is done, before we have any postseason play, and before we get all caught up in how they're playing in the postseason, looking back on the season that just completed... Who would you give your postseason awards to in the NBA? 435-339-0321 to chime in on the Full Court Press. You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. But our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be more. When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it. We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors. From the mountains of Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Utah. The deserts of Arizona and Nevada. The Pacific coasts of Washington, Oregon. Oregon and California to the wilderness of Alaska and islands of Hawaii and Guam. We are here for our hometowns and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard, aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. It's the Full Court Press. 5452. We've had this discussion before. Rudy Gay came to Utah and has made a huge impact. Everyone must want to come here. You have to keep this in the right frame of mind. Like, did they want to come here? And then within that lens of time when it happened, was that a significant player who chose to come to Utah? Rudy Gay, Boyan Bogdanovich, Joe Johnson, Mike Connolly, after being an all-star, decided to stay in Utah. Stop with this stupid narrative that players don't want to come to Utah. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. Essie Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. 
We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At Match Quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing, so you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. And if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you. Your postseason awards for the NBA. 435-339-0321. Chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, 6294, did you read that text? No. Uh, Jazz just need a serviceable center that can shoot a little bit. Connolly has gone too. Yeah, man, if there would be some way to get, like, DeMontis Sabonis. Oh, dude. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Word. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'd take that in a heartbeat. Where's or he even, at? Uh, he's now in Sacramento. Get him out of there. I know. Get him out of there. Oh my or gosh. even uh, shoot, what's his name? He's in uh, he's in uh, New Orleans now. He was Zion Williamson. No, not, not Zion. <laughs> Another Lithuanian. Anyway, uh, a big guy who can shoot a little bit. Yeah, I'll take him. Because Rudy has he's great around the rim, but you take him away from the rim, and he has no offensive game. Yeah, and that's really hurt the Jazz. It just puts a lot more pressure on everybody else. Uh, 9948. Mark Eaton was a Defensive Player of the Year as well. Um, and said, uh, Defensive player that can't score outside of six feet from the hoop. What did he bring to the Jazz? I'm just saying, Rudy is overrated. I would take someone that is slightly above average scoring and slightly above average defensively over someone like Rudy that is a one way street. The teams that win championships have the number five position that can score outside of six feet from the hoop. Uh, <laughs> so Golden State Warriors had Anderson Verizal and Andrew Bogut, both who won championships, and both could not score outside the paint. Bogut could. Mm. He had a little bit of an offensive game. Okay, like like, but let's define how outside the paint. He wasn't just around the rim. That was it. He could do some stuff. With his back to the basket or a pull up straight up. Oh, I mean, I mean, we're talking hoop. just on the hash marks then, right? And even then, that's beyond what Rudy can do. Yeah, I'll agree to that. Uh, I, I would say Mark Eaton was pretty valuable for the Utah Jazz back in that time. I mean, but it was a different era of basketball. But we're talking Patrick Viewing. We're talking Akeem Olajuwon. We're talking. I mean, we're talking big men. In the league, even the Celtics had him. Right, it was just—it was a different. It was way a different of how league, the center position, but he was used. very valuable. Yes. Uh, let's see, five eight seven nine. I would like to give the award to LeBron for being the biggest crybaby and failure who was supposed to have been a transformational player this year. 
Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. He's so uh, ruined that franchise. Kyle Goon. Love my man. At one point, covered the Utah State Aggies. Yeah, really good dude, too. Now he is uh, in Southern California covering the Lakers for the uh, Orange County Register. Interesting piece he put together, like going through uh, Russell Westbrook and how he just doesn't understand, can't even read the room, basically, and has all these weird reasons why things didn't work out. And when pressed to, like, give examples, he couldn't. So like it's really interesting read, um, and just how out of touch oh, it was Russell Westbrook is. Well, and, and it wasn't just Russell. I mean, there was a lot of things that were out of touch. I think LeBron James was out of touch at times. I think Anthony Davis, you know, just wasn't ever healthy. It, it, the whole thing was a mess, and you expected it to be that way. Yeah. Uh, yes. A couple of the texts coming through before we get to our postseason awards. Nine three one five. Lakers, the team if you want to be a part of the best dumpster fire in the NBA. Hoist that trophy high in the mountaintops in Laker Village. (laughs) Yes, it's a mess. Uh, Why would any decent coach want to walk into that mess? With dysfunction in in the ownership and in the management and the personnel and that roster, why would any sane coach walk into that? Oh yeah, I, no, like, like Nick Nurse. If that's you, or I, if it's Mark Jackson, sir, you're about to have your coaching career ended forever. <laughs> Just bear with yourself, buddy. Uh, Good luck to you. Godspeed. Five four five two. After hearing the promo for the twentieth time, I my think bad. You took my text out of context, Eric. No, but it, it's. It, I didn't take it out of context. No, it was my bad, dude. It's like how. It's well, we, we how only, you produced it. exactly. We only get twenty three seconds to play the audio. So piranhas, please blame me. Yell at me. Don't yell at Eric. Yell at me because I only get twenty three seconds of audio to put into that, and we our program director will not allow us to put like a one minute program or a promo together, which is really unfortunate because it would have helped the whole entire conversation. So yell at me. Don't don't yell at Eric. That's completely and one hundred percent my we, fault. When listening it in real time, you we, we knew you were poking fun. Yeah, yeah, and I've I'll, I'll get that promo changed as soon as we actually have a good, consistently nice conversation about something productive. <laughs> the next promo is going to be about roasted marshmallows and weenies, probably. <laughs> uh, six two nine four. Mark Eaton was in a different era. Scores were always around ninety to eighty five. Those that could shoot didn't shoot long range yes. a lot. Now almost everyone shoots long. This yes. makes a big non-offensive center less valuable. That's yep. There you go. Yep. Spot on. Very Spot true. Spot on. Now Mark Eaton would not really. I don't know if he'd make a roster today. No, he wouldn't. Which is crazy. Seven two guy. Just yeah. Can't. Yeah. Uh, nine nine four eight. Would you trade Rudy straight up for Draymond Green? No. 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 Never, 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 never. No. Uh, okay, so let's get into our postseason awards, Ajay. Okay. Since we're talking about Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, let's start out with the Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. This uh, one is, uh, there's a couple of awards here where I think the water is pretty muddy. Like, there's been years where it's been very clear. Like, one guy has clearly been better at this, whatever the f- criteria we want to look at for this award, whether it's the MVP or sixth man, defensive player. But this year, I think we have a lot of really good candidates. And I don't think we have a real runaway. But who would you give the Defensive Player of the Year award? See, this is so hard. I think it's one of those awards because Rudy Gobert, and we've talked about it before, Rudy 
Gobert's numbers compared to the Rudy Gobert last year, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that is average. Again, let me rephrase that, or let me say it again. Compared to Rudy Gobert's last four years of numbers, this Rudy Gobert is average. But in an NBA standpoint, his numbers are just superior in so many different ways despite the team's struggles. Saying that, I think they're going to look at most impact on the on the defensive end that's resulting in win shares, and I think that goes to Giannis for me. I like Giannis as a, def- as a defensive player of the year. Mm, interesting. Uh, I- I'm going to go with Jaron Jackson Jr. Ooh, good call. Out this of Memphis. Yes. Uh, lengthy, part of that team's success, uh, with especially with uh, John Morant out. Um, just He can play... Uh, he plays great defense, rim protector, but can extend and, and defend guys further out. So uh, I really like Jaron Jackson Jr., but, man, it, that was probably one of the hardest for me to pick was the Defensive Player of the Year. By the way, why is there people talking about Marcus Smart as Defensive Player of the Year? Why not? I, he's a good guard, lockdown defender. Usually we tend to look at the big guys who protect the rim, and for good reason. Uh, it's kind of hard for a guard to win the Defensive Player of the Year award. Not impossible. But Marcus Smart is absolutely, he was on my list. He was absolutely somebody I was considering. I'm trying to look for his averages, and I can't find him. Okay, anyways, go on. Uh, let's move along. Uh, rookie of the Year. Oh, this one's going to be hard. Um, I had two guys, actually. One of them was going to be Cade uh, Cunningham, but based on Detroit's just bad play, I don't know how else to put it. They suck. Um, I'm going to say Scotty Barnes of Toronto. Mm. Okay, uh, I think what Scotty Barnes has done. Just, I mean, that Toronto team was was, was pretty much gutted, and they still found a way to still win games. Um, and, and I think a lot of credit does go to Nick Nurse, by the way. I think he deserves a yes. lot of credit for that. But Scotty Barnes has been really, really impressive to me. I like him. Uh, I, I'm also staying in the Eastern Conference. I'm going to go with um, uh, Evan Mobley. Oh, good call. Cleveland. Yeah. Very good all-around player. Really helped the, one of those pieces that moved that team into the playoffs and uh, improve at uh, the best season that they've had without LeBron James in the mix. And uh, I just like his overall game. And a good defender, too. It, that could be a future defensive player of the year. Uh, MVP. I don't know how else you say you, you just there's nobody else except Jokic. Like the numbers that he's putting up are historic right now, and I know we've said that before, but like really what this guy's doing, and they're a six seed, and he's done it without Jamal Murray and MP Junior. It's it's Jokic, and it's by a it's it's by a route. I know it's not a statistical award, and sometimes people get caught up in the statistics. Uh, but what Nicole Jokic is doing this year is better than what he did when he was MVP last time. And he's doing it without two of his premier guys that are you know, top-flight players that aren't there. And he's not doing it. Put him on any other team that's above the Denver Nuggets, East Coast, West Coast, uh, East Coast Eastern Conference, Western Conference, plop uh, Nicole Jokic on any one of those teams and just look at and consider just how much better they would be with Nikola Jokic on the team. Or remove him from his team, how much worse would the Denver Nuggets look without yeah. Nikola Jokic? You can make a case for Joel Embiid, uh, Devin Booker, 
Chris Paul. But in the end, I had to go with Nikola Jokic, just like you. Uh, quick timeout. We'll get to the coach of the year, sixth man, and most improved, who our thoughts are on some of our postseason awards for the NBA. Love to get your thoughts on those as well. 435-339-0321. Spring is here and it's time to get out and drive. And you can do it for less during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Right now, lease the all-new 2022 Tucson SE for $379 a month or the 2022 Santa Fe SE for only $386 per month. And every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai and Logan Linda Murray are online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 4 Avoid the stress of renting a shampoo machine and cleaning that dirty upholstery yourself. This is Dale with ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry's hot carbonated extraction process will make any piece of furniture in your home look close to brand new again. Sofas, love seats, recliners, or even car seats. ChemDry of Northern Utah is happy to clean your carpets, but don't forget about making sure everything in your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At My Mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at My Mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveston here on the Full Court Press sending out our postseason awards for the NBA. Regular season is finished. The play-in tournament gets underway in about 10 minutes from now, actually. Uh, so how would you weigh in and give out your postseason awards for uh, the NBA? We've talked about the MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. Just uh, about a little more than a minute to go here. Getting back to our text real quickly, 5452. I would never yell at AJ, but yes, please, no mention of Wieners in the next promo. Yeah, Eric, or the show. 2947. Be honest, if Luka is fully healthy, what are your predictions for the Jazz Mavs series? Jazz in seven? Um, yeah, I would agree. Jazz in seven. I still like the Jazz. Uh, okay, coach of the year. Okay, so this is going to be really easy. Taylor Jenkins to Memphis. Look, it's it's, totally it, it, it's crazy to say that Eric Spolstra doesn't win this award based on what he's been dealing with, or Monty Williams who just set a Suns franchise record and wins, but Taylor Jenkins just brought the Grizzlies to the two seed. The two seed in the Western Conference. Hello. Well, second best record overall in the NBA that nobody saw coming. Yeah. Oh, no. And nobody had them in, in the second spot. With like 24 games, that is star player. It's incredible, man. Sixth man of the year? Uh, I Jeez, I'm going to go with Tyler Hero. I agree. He's scoring at a great clip. Dude, and that, he had some hitteries and whatnot, and he still handled it well. Part of Miami's success, the number one team in the Huge East. part of it. And then most improved. Uh, I'm going to go Anthony Sim- Simmons of Trailblazers. Hmm. I like Darius Garland at Cleveland. Ooh, good one. Another player that's part of yes. that success going on. I like that one, Cleveland. Eric. All right, so coming up next hour, uh, Augie. 
It's a Maggie news from Auggie. You just called me Auggie? 